0: Whether you're in the middle of some overthinking angst right now, or you simply love feeling in charge of your choices, you're in the right place. Clear, confident decisions are right around the corner. Let's get into it. Hello, hello, and happy Thursday, or happy whatever day it is you're finding this conversation. I am so jazzed to talk about this problem we're solving today. Mm. We're solving the problem, wrapping it up in a little bow, of what to do when you feel like you don't have a choice. This is part of our series we are doing, examining these individual principles to make decisions simple. Simple stands for six principles that we outlined in episode four called the Overthinker's Checklist. Go check that out if you want to get the whole gamut after this episode. But right now we're focusing on the L in simple, which stands for lots of options. All of these principles are designed to help you simplify decisions and get out of overwhelm and confusion pretty instantaneously. So we're going to turn this particular principle into a juicy new habit of seeing lots of options to solve the problem that happens when we feel like we don't have a choice. Now, I need to give you a warning and a caveat. So this is not to be confused with overwhelming yourself with options, okay? If you're listening in the future, search for an episode on option paralysis because that is solving a different problem, okay? Today, we're solving for the problem when you don't feel like you have a choice or when you feel like you have two choices and they're both equally crappy. In this circumstance, obviously, we feel limited, we feel disempowered, we feel cranky because we don't like any of our options. And of course, a decision feels frustrating when we don't feel like we have any good choice or no choice, period. So this principle, this principle of looking for options is all about making sure you stay aware of your autonomy. hmm Making sure you see lots of options when you decide anything because we always want to feel in charge of what we do. We always want to look for more and more opportunities to feel powerful, like we're exercising our agency, like we have agency. We always want to make sure that we feel like we have more of a say in how we spend our time and energy than like our bosses or our clients or our families. Because you can feel so powerful when you just float a little bit above the surface level of rules and obligations and expectations that feel like they're dictating a lot of our choices. When you can float above that and see that the truth is, I don't have to do anything. I have all of the options in the world. That's powerful. Okay, I already hear your brain arguing a little bit like, you might be driving your kids to school right now and thinking, yeah, that's a super rosy idea. Then we have options and everything I, I do. But I do actually have to just drive these little people to school right now. Like that, that's something I have to do. Now, we are going to get into deliciously empowering solutions in this episode, but it, I have to give you some tough love honesty in order to get there, all right? So brace yourself, but know this is coming from love. Whatever your brain is telling you that you have to do right now, it's not true. I know, I'm taking a deep breath with you. Okay, it's not true. The truth is, there are options. You could hire somebody to do it, right? I hear your brain arguing. Nope, that's not an option for me, but it is, right? You could choose to stop paying for something and instead pay for someone to drive your kids. You could set up a rideshare system with other parents. You could literally move away from your family tomorrow. You could do that. You are an autonomous human. You could choose to steal someone's identity, fly to Australia, and become a windsurfing instructor if you chose to do so. You have that option, right? Now, it might not be legal according to some governments. It might not be socially acceptable. It might not be something you genuinely want to do, That's okay. The point of this principle is not to find better options you feel fantastic about. Although sometimes that can happen. The point is that you acknowledge I'm choosing to do this. I always think of Charlotte when I teach this concept, and I don't actually remember what she was talking about in this episode, but she's like, I choose my choice. I choose my choice. So if that helps you, run with it. If it makes no sense, then don't worry about it because I can't even remember (laughs) what choice she was choosing. <laughs> but the reality is, this doesn't always make us feel great. I've worked with people choosing a lot of hard, unpleasant things. They're choosing to take care of aging parents or go to PT to heal injuries that they didn't want and they don't want to be doing PT about them now. I have worked with people who have choose to do a job that they really love but work alongside a selfish toxic person that they do not love. So the truth is we don't always feel amazing inside the choices we choose, but that's not the point of our decisions. It's really not. If we think about what our goal is here, it's not to feel exclusively happy feelings. Our goal is to make decisions we trust that honor what matters to us. Hmm, interesting. What this principle of looking for options will do is ensure that you feel ownership over every choice you make so you don't end up living a life full of things you have to do. Because honestly, if you decide, I don't have a choice, this is what I have to do, you get to be right about that, right? I'm not going to argue with you. I'm going to offer to you that that might not be the case, but you're going to live inside whatever reality you create. But I know from experience and from working with people who've lived inside these lives full of things they have to do that that doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel like you're choosing your life when everything that you do feels like you don't have a choice in it. That's not the life that I think we're trying to live here. We want you to feel empowered like you're in charge. Because if you're anything like me, you're pretty much a big control enthusiast because we don't use the word freak. But we love being in charge, and that's the magic that will happen when you build this new habit of looking for lots of options. You're going to feel in charge of everything you choose because you're going to know you're an autonomous person with lots of agency who can literally go become a windsurfing instructor in Australia tomorrow if that's like what you choose to do. <laughs> and I'm laughing about this crazy option because we have to include the crazy options. I promise, if you feel stuck in a decision right now, like I don't have a choice, I have to do this, or you feel stuck between two crappy options, I know I get it. It's like a terrible, cornered, limited place to be. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to come up with a list of all the options, at least 10, because once you start getting past like four or five, you might have to start, have to start getting creative. And that's where the fun happens. You might have to say, okay, in order to do this thing, I need to generate $5,000 extra dollars. How could I do that? And you might go through some realistic, logical, rational seeming options to start. I could do this. I could cash in that stock. I could charge more for that thing. I could hold off on this other purchase. Reasonable options, which is already helpful, but I want you to bust the limits down, like bust down the walls of your limitations, (laughs) which is probably the life coachiest thing I've ever said, but that's what we're doing. I want you to go all the way to 10 options so you can get to some crazy ones just to prove to yourself that it's true I have more options than my all or nothing brain might want me to see from the get-go. To generate that extra $5,000, I could sell my car. I'm not going to. I have no interest in even considering that option. But just to see that the option is there is powerful because it expands your thinking. And the magic that will happen is you'll start seeing more options automatically. Once you get in this habit of assuming you have lots of options, you won't stop at the limitations your all or nothing thinking wants to set up for you. Well, this is what's off the table. So here are three options, right? That's what our brains like doing. They think, well, we can't do this. Let's not even question it. Let's not even make sure that we agree. Let's just probably assume that this is not an option and these other things are not options. So here are your only two options. Surprise, they suck. (laughs) So I want to share a story that really demonstrates the problem with assuming we don't have options. The problem with a, of believing your brain when it tells you, you have no choice. You have to do this or you can't do this. So I had a client who had a lot of responsibilities at work. She was in charge of a lot. And she ran her days on a lot of assumptions that I have to do these things. I don't have a choice in these things. It made things really clear a lot of the time, to be honest. It was like, nope, I don't have a choice. I have to do this. So she got a lot done. But she did not feel empowered in it. She did not feel in charge of those choices, right? I know you know how this feels. She felt obligated. She felt like she had to meet people's expectations and she didn't question it. So this worked, air quotes, until it didn't work because her rules collided. She ended up in a situation in which one set of rules dictated she had to do one thing. And if that was all there was to the situation, she would just go about her business, right? I have to do it. I don't have a choice. But there was another rule that complicated things because according to that rule, she absolutely had to not do the thing. So in one line of thinking, she had to do the thing. She had no choice. In another line of thinking, she absolutely couldn't do the thing. She didn't have a choice. Send the email. Don't send the email. No good option. This is where we don't want to end up. Because now you've been put in an impossible situation where you can't and have to do the same thing. Ooh, impossible. So what we did instead was we broke down all the walls of everything that was limiting her. We broke down all of the assumptions about what she had to do and what she couldn't do. And we just laid out all the options. Every single possible option, and we included some wacky options. I could send the email. I could not send the email. I could send this different email. I could phone a friend. I could quit my job. I could move to Australia. All the options. Because we had to get her out of this place where her brain was only trying to follow rules. And we had to get her into a place where she felt like she was in charge, so she could choose her choice. (laughs) I choose my choice. So she could choose her choice based on what she wanted, what she was consciously thinking in that moment, instead of basing her decision on what rules she had to follow. So what are we celebrating? Holy moly. We're celebrating that when you start living your life in this way where you feel more in charge of what you do, like you're choosing to do this, you're choosing not to do that. Even if you don't feel exclusively happy-go-lucky, positive, enthusiastic emotions about those choices, but you feel in charge of them, you're going to save yourself so much energy. And I really want you to play with this today. Find something in your day in the next 24 hours that you were going to do because you have to and just run this little experiment. Prove to yourself that you have a choice. You can do it. You cannot do it. You can move to Australia. And find your way to choosing your choice to do it. And I want you to notice, does it take less energy to do this thing when you feel in charge of it versus when you feel obligated to do it? Spoiler alert, you might notice it takes way less energy, which is not the same thing as feeling better. I really want to be transparent about that. You can choose to do a lot of things that cause a cocktail of emotions. But remember, we're not going after a life of exclusively happy feelings. We're not trying to cut out half of the emotional spectrum because that cuts out half of our human experience. Yeah, we are trying to make you feel as in charge of your life as you can be. And it's so fun, what I've seen with client after client is when they stop believing, I have to do this, I have no choice, and they let themselves look for options, they end up doing the things that they wanna do in their lives and they spend half the energy. There's so much less stress. There's so much less angst because fueling decisions with the energy of obligation takes twice as much energy. So i want you to really give yourself this opportunity if you're going to do something anyway that's a perfect place to start if you're going to drive your kids to school anyway or if you're going to have a meeting with this colleague that you really can't stand anyway and there's a voice in your head saying you don't have a choice you have to do it play with that find your way to choosing your choice see the options and see if it takes a little less energy If it causes a little less stress, if there's a little less friction in that thing, it might not feel wonderful, but you'll feel more in charge. That's what we're after. Go on a treasure hunt for options. You're going to find your way to choices you feel totally in charge of, totally empowered in, and that's going to feel so much better. Enjoy And remember, there is an entire PDF waiting to help make this stuff easy for you. So go to kirstenparker.com forward slash checklist and download the overthinker's checklist. It's the entire set of principles of simple decision making. So all this stuff can stay in front of your face. We're going to make it simple. I promise you can turn all of these into habits and make your entire life easier. Yum. Enjoy. Talk to you soon. Hey, want to know the number one thing you need to kickstart your momentum right now? Um, obviously, I know. That's why I created the Momentum Quiz. Head to kirstenparker.com forward slash quiz to find out your number one momentum killer and get your personalized action plan to boost your momentum and get back on track. That's kirstenparker.com forward slash quiz. Have fun.